Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome back to today's program, Chris Jones, who's Executive Vice President, Industry and Services at Descartes. And today we're going to talk about what dominates the transportation management agenda in 2023. So if you're a transportation executive, you're, you're always tasked with coming up with stra- you know, strategy and execution plan. The difference now is that maybe your CEO and CFO is more interested in what you're doing than, than in the past. Um, and since the transportation market is you know, cyclical, you know, every year is different and 2023 is, is no exception. So what dominates the transportation management agenda today? Well, that's the high level question addressed in Descartes' seventh annual Global Transportation Management Benchmark Survey. And it's great to have Chris on the program to share his insights and advice, you know, based on the research results. So Chris, welcome. Great to be here. Thanks, Adrian. So Chris, I, I was able to get the a copy of the report earlier this week. I, you just released it uh, just a few days ago. Um, uh, lots of great content. So congrats on again another great research report here. Uh, I haven't been able to fully digest everything and we're not going to be able to fully, you know, discuss everything in the report today, but, but hopefully we'll, we'll hit some highlights and, you know, I think one of the interesting things, you know, when you do a, a survey like this for for seven years now, um, you get to see, you know, some of the changes over time and perhaps some of the things that don't change over time that, right. you know, are, are also, you know, interesting. So uh, I think uh, I'm looking forward to kind of getting your thoughts, you know, with that kind of seven year perspective, if you will. And in particular, you know, what's what's top of mind and what's important, you know, today and, and moving forward. So, I mean, to get started, I mean, the study you look at how senior management, so I kind of joked, uh, which is not really much of a joke, but you know, it, it's reality for many companies where the CEO, CFO now are really much more interested in what's happening in transportation. And then you kind of look at that in the report a little bit, and, you know, in terms of how senior management's perspective of transportation management influences the strategy, tactics, and, and technology decisions that they have. And you do the same with you know, financial performance. So what are some key takeaways on this front from the study? Well, yeah. So we, when we started this thing, one of the things that uh, just say from just experience and working with, you know, all kinds of uh, companies was that uh, I, I would just say the following, you could take the same application from the same vendor and give it to two companies and one company uh, gets phenomenal results. The other one uh, doesn't. And I thought, I'm not saying that they failed in their implementation. They may have got exactly what they expected, but but that that expectation was really low, right? So what we wanted to do here was look across the spectrum of of uh, I'll call it perception by management, and 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 did it really make an impact? Uh, and then obviously, you know, how well a company is doing um, is uh, also another key factor there. It's not just how much money you spend, although we'll talk about that a little bit later. Maybe uh, that that does play, uh, uh, but also it, it does change. Um, uh, but I'll call it uh, how aggressive companies are and so forth. And, and it's, it's really, you know, a, you know, a chicken or the egg conversation, right. It's the best way to describe it. Um, so, uh, you know, what we see is basically, you know, if management believes that transportation is important, uh, they, they really do push the envelope. And oh, by the way, they perform better financially as well. So if you think about this, in terms of getting the value and so forth, they, they absolutely play here. Um, you know, so the other thing we also saw was that uh, we asked things like growth and, and uh, you know, how well how strong uh, was growth in companies. And it ties into the same thing. So 
I think one of the kind of the key messages that we got out of this uh, study, and it, this is one of the ones to your point about being consistent, is that, um, uh, you know, a lot of companies don't leverage or didn't leverage, maybe to your point, uh, transportation management. During the pandemic, it turned everything upside down, and all of a sudden, now there is a more focus on it. But the ones that really got it, I mean, it's like they untied an arm from behind their back, and they're actually doing things and getting a lot more value. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I remember when, you know, going on 24 years now as an industry analyst, you know, back in, back in the early days, you, you know, I would say the vast majority of senior management viewed transportation as a cost center and transportation was always at the bottom of the priority list when it came to IT investments, so on and so forth. I, I think in general, over the past two plus decades, um, what we've seen is a growing number of companies that are finally recognizing that, hey, you know, there's a strong link between transportation and our business strategy. There's a strong link between transportation could be, and our logistics operations could be a competitive differentiator. Uh, hey, and it's not just about cost and driving down costs. It could also right. be about driving up sales or, you know, or, or profitability. And I think, um, you know, why, why I like some of these studies is I think those it kind of kind of shows how companies that have that more broader perspective of of transportation management have evolved their perception of it or, or their understanding of it uh, as just being a cost center to now being really you know a more critical aspect of their overall business strategy. Um, I, I think uh, you know shows the uh, the the difference there. Um, you know, talking about how the market is cyclical. I mean, I think if we were having this conversation, let's say in in June of twenty twenty one. Um, you know, we would be, you know, the market was in a very different situation then than it is, you know, now then, you know, uh, shippers were struggling with getting capacity, you know, rates across virtually every mode were, was, you know, through the roof, everybody's transportation budget was <laughs> completely busted. Right. Um, uh, you know, today, you, you know, um, you know, we're in a softer rate environment. Capacity is, is, uh, you know, not much of an issue. So in light of kind of where we are today with rates and, and capacity, um, you know, what are the top concerns for, for shippers and logistics service providers now? Well, the, the funny thing about that is uh, it may not have changed in terms of what's driving their agenda. Um, uh, when we looked at it, the, the number one issue is driver shortage. Uh, and, and, and we asked people to say over the next five years, like where they think things will go. So uh, that one is out there. Uh, you know, from our own the, uh, research that we've done in that uh, area, it's not going to get better. Um, uh, there's just too many challenges. A lot of them are demographic challenges, right? Um, but guess what? Uh, capacity and costs, fuel costs were the number two and number three. So capacity is still lingering. I think what it is, to your point, it's more available. But in terms of if you're asking, you know, people like what problems do they want to solve, Right. Uh, you know, one of the things that we, we've seen in recent studies we've done is, is all around, I'll call it resiliency. So the fact that capacity is available today doesn't mean it will be. And you said it, this business is cyclical, right? Um, uh, it may not be in, in, the, in the next coming years for a number of reasons. Um, and what, so in terms of what's in the back of, of, of uh, shippers' minds or LSP's minds is, I need to do a better job of making sure I'm going to have the capacity that I need. So 
while you know while that dynamic has changed, the the memories are pretty much burned <laughs> in there tightly. That hey, this is something that maybe we didn't do a good job at. That we now have the opportunity uh, to go address it while things are cooled down. But you know, history says it's going to come back and bite us if we're not careful. Yeah, that's that, that's a great point. I mean, I think now is you, you know maybe they're to, to your point. Maybe they're catching their breath now, and um, you know. The, uh, you could argue that now is the right time to really start yeah. thinking more long-term and start making these investments because, you know, they've got that latitude. They've got that breathing room. Um, there's less risk involved today. There's more optionality that they have in terms of starting putting things in place for when, you know, the market will turn again, because we all know um, that, that that it will. And, you know, because of some of these long-term trends that you're talking about, demographic labor and so forth, you know, uh, you can make the argument that the next time it comes around that the market shifts in the other direction, it'll be even more challenging than it was, you know, the, the, in the previous time. So now, now is the time to lay down that that foundation. Um, you, you know, there's the, the classic saying, you know, you can't manage what you what you don't measure. Um, so obviously, you know, metrics becomes a key part of this. So, um, you know, when you talk, when you made the comment earlier, you can give, you know, technology to the same, you know, two different companies, everything else, and their, their results could be different. And part of it might could be because it's not just about technology, it's things like, you know, the, the, the people that you have, the management support, and then obviously, you know, the types of metrics you have in place. Are you Do you have the right metrics? Are you are you taking action on them and so forth? So can, can you talk a little bit about what you learned from the study in terms of the importance of transportation management metrics? That perhaps maybe go beyond the, the traditional ones you would expect, and and how is this? How are these this, this data, these metrics being used across the organization? Right. So uh, what we did was we looked at the classic, uh, tr- I'll call them the you know traditional metrics that you typically see, cost and 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 service. So that to me would also include things like on time and full, right? Okay. So uh, those to me are the ones that uh, and and. Uh, I'll just say that's where most expectations were in the past, right? To your point, like what were people's perception of transportation years ago? Uh, you don't get any credit for it because it's an expectation. You get hit over the head if you don't get there, right? So so that's, if you will, the traditional ones. The ones that are, uh, I'll call it more interesting and, and much more impactful are ones that you look at, like transportation's contribution to revenue or transportation's contribution to competitive differentiation. And if you're able to measure those, you actually start to show more where the value is. Now, what was really clear in the study was that top performers and and the uh, management teams that felt that transportation was more important, they uh, were way ahead in in those two metrics. They were actually out out there saying, we need to know more about what we can do and how do we track that. And so I guess the lesson for everybody that's uh, watching this is to look at like, you know, you, your metrics and, and what is it your metrics telling you about like what you're doing with transportation? And I just say for many companies, they're probably not giving themselves the real benefit of the doubt or highlighting the successes that they're having. Uh, and that definitely plays into, uh, I'll call it how aggressive people get later with things like strategies and investment and so forth. Yeah, and that's a great point. I think, I mean, the, the folks that are in the front lines of transportation, I think intuitively understand you know, the, how they contribute to the overall success in the company on multiple fronts. Um, but, you know, going back to the, the another quote, right? Um, in God we trust, all others must bring data, right? That was the uh, the, the Deming <laughs> quote. Um, 
so, so again, it, it just speaks to the fact that, um, you know, companies ought to, to your point, ought to be thinking beyond these traditional metrics to really um, showcase, particularly to upper management, um, you know, the, the role that transportation plays on these other um, parts of the business, particularly with, you know, revenue growth and customer satisfaction and, uh, you know, profitability and, and so forth, because that's ultimately, you know, what's going to help drive continued investment in the operation, continued investment in, in, in people and processes and technologies and, and so forth to be able to achieve these, um, you know, the, these uh, objectives, you know, moving forward. Um, so, so let's shift gears a little bit and, and talk about, um, you know, from a technology standpoint, perhaps, or just from an overall capability standpoint. I mean, what, what transportation management capabilities are expected to deliver the the greatest value, let's say, over the next two years? Yeah, so um, I would say there's really kind of a couple things here uh, that, that really are uh, top of mind. That The one that dominates is visibility, okay? That one is still, has been for a number of years now uh, and stays very strong. So um, knowing knowing where your goods are, you know, uh, by mode, um, you know, uh, even things that think of it as internationally, knowing, for instance, if you're clearing customs, all these kinds of things are really important because, again, this goes back to that point I mentioned about resiliency and so forth, which is uh, you need to have a sense of where things are going and to be able to look at that and say, okay, am I in, going to be in trouble? And before you are in trouble, right? So being able to make smarter decisions around deploying inventory, uh, even like think of it as a manufacturer, if you know ahead of time, you're not get, gonna get uh, supplies in for, I'll call it your next production run, uh, can you switch to something else so you don't miss a beat, right? All these kinds of things are things that, that we think are, you know, um, uh, really kind of what's driving that. Uh, the other things that were in that list were order management, uh, which I think was interesting. It kind of uh, popped up a little bit. Uh, again, think of transportation as not just get it done, but really looking at what what transportation what's driving transportation, right? What kind of orders you're having? How are you really looking at being smarter around around managing them? And then the last one is one I think that's been coming for a number of years and will continue to grow. And that's uh, performance management and uh, what I'd call business intelligence or dashboards, right? Transportation generates so much data. And, and this gets back to maybe one of the points where you can learn in transportation about customer behavior. Right, a lot about customer behavior, like our customers there to receive goods, uh, how much uh, demurrage is uh, or detention, excuse me, is is occurring. Right, um, a whole number of things like that, as well as just you know what your carriers are doing or your fleet is doing, and so forth. And so we see this as as just a growing area, and it's really kind of a convergence with uh, I would describe it as the rise of uh, very sophisticated but much easier to use. Uh, uh, you know, analytic uh, dashboards and platforms. Now, you, you, um, th this may be in the report, and maybe I just haven't gotten into it yet. You know, kind of building upon your comments about visibility and uh, performance management. Um, I mean, one of the areas that I think is going to continue to grow in importance is, and I've written about it in terms of expanding the definition of visibility to also include visibility to sustainability metrics or greenhouse gas emissions and obviously transportation is uh you know one of the key components you know of that are you seeing that from maybe maybe that wasn't looked in the study but from your customer base i mean when you talk when you're thinking about visibility performance management are you seeing a growing demand for having data visibility metrics around 
uh, carbon emissions or sustainability related metrics? Yes, uh, the answer is yes. Uh, actually, that was a little bit of this study, and 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 but another one we actually did in an area of like home delivery and sustainability, uh, and we've done this now two years in a row. Um, uh, it's amazing how consumer behavior is changing. All right, and uh, a couple things there that I think are very interesting, especially really around transportation. Uh, and so the the first thing is one more and more consumers. Uh, uh, want to know uh, what um, uh, what options are the most sustainable transportation options, right? Uh, and and the 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 next thing that falls right in line with that is they want to know they they are willing to take them. About fifty percent of them are willing to take them if they're identified as such. And that's where I think a lot of companies have really fallen down is they're they're not necessarily telling people what's there. Now, what's the last thing of, of you know the the punchline of all this is. Sustainable delivery options are usually your lower cost delivery options. They're either around combining orders, slowing things down, uh, uh, taking uh, suggestions from from uh, uh, the company you're buying from that says this is you know hey if you if we, we make this delivery at two o'clock tomorrow uh, what, that'll be the one that'll help the environment the most and, and that is incredibly powerful and so where I think the, the misperception has been is sustainability is gonna cost people more you know, as a business and it's not the case. It is actually the opposite. There's a huge opportunity uh, to uh, lower your transportation costs. Uh, and by the way, have happier customers. Yeah, absolutely. I think transportation is one of those areas where, um, you know, again, going back to that old saying, you know, being green is good for business. And it, it's certainly, you know, very true in the transportation uh, side because of all the things you just said about all the things that you would do to um, be uh, you know green by the by the fault are going to lead to lower you know transportation costs. Um, again, Chris, I mean, there's so much in this report. We're not going to get to it all. I'm going to include the link for folks to be able to download uh, you know the report at the end of uh, you know when we post the the video. Um, but maybe as a way to wrap up, I mean, what are some priorities uh, for IT investment in, in transportation management, you know, moving forward here? Uh, well, they actually line up very close to values. That th This doesn't always happen, just to, <laughs> in full disclosure, what people think is most important and where they're going to get value from and where they go spend their money sometimes doesn't really work. It's crazy. It shouldn't be that way. In this case, it does. Uh, so what we saw, again, was uh, visibility at the top of the list followed by, uh, again, order management, and then this whole uh, performance management and, and uh, uh, you know, big data types of things are are, are where people are going to uh, invest for the next two years. Yeah, no, and I, I see the same thing from, you know, the conversations I've had with with shippers and, and LSPs as well, third-party logistics companies are, are also, you know, prioritizing, you know, these areas as well. Well, Chris, uh, you know, as always, first, congrats on the report again. Uh, great uh, insights for the for the industry. And secondly, thanks for making the time to be with us and, you know, share some highlights from the report. Okay. Well, uh, thanks again, Adrian, for having me on. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. If you're watching this episode on demand, either at the Descartes website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a, a question or a comment for Chris, you can post it there, and uh, he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.